The following podcast contains spoilers for Dragon Ball Evolution, Masters of the Universe, and The Avengers. Welcome to a world that only exists at night, where heroes are found in the strangest of places. A world populated by forgotten classics, video nasties, and the head of their town. Take a look with me at misunderstood geniuses and those who believe themselves to be so. This is the world of the Midnight Screening. So, welcome back. Episode 2 of Midnight Screening. Today's movie, we are venturing to, to a land most have forgotten. 2009's disaster that was Dragon Ball Evolution. My name is Nathan Lang. With me as always are my friends Ty Hennessy. What it do, baby boo? <laughs> okay. And Josh Gay. I don't want to be here. Uh, so, boys, uh, first things okay. first, uh, I do apologise for what <laughs> no, I you just don't. put you through. No, <laughs> not, you accepted. No, I don't. not accepted. I don't apologise at all. I'm loving this. <laughs> the chaotic uh, evil in you is loving this. So, who wants to explain what Dragon Ball Evolution is to those who might not know? Um, it's a piece of it's a piece of um, hour and twenty five minutes worth of garbage. Anyway, thanks for listening. Wait, it's only an hour twenty five. It's I'm looking at the runtime right now. It's an hour and twenty five minutes. Oh, that's off. I paused it halfway through to take a break. It cannot be that short. I messaged you fifteen minutes in, thinking I was about an hour in. <laughs> Oh wait, let me pull up the log there. Up it's the log. like it's like the creators of it they ate the fine steak that was Dragon Ball Z and dooded Dragon Ball Evolution. I was telling this to Nathan earlier. Time. I never, I've never been a Dragon Ball person. I've not seen anything to do with it. Like my my cultural influence from Dragon Ball is purely the memes made out of it. So for, for anyone asking, don't start with this film. Uh, no, not yeah. at all. Don't even continue to this film. Yeah, even I wasn't a Dragon Ball guy, but I'd seen Dragon Ball Z stuff, and then I watched this movie and went, "What?" <laughs> I've probably I, seen I the it. most Dragon Ball out of the three of us. Really? You seem um, like a Dragon Ball guy. Yeah, I've seen I've seen Dragon Ball Z. I've seen a lot of the movies. Uh, I haven't seen Broly yet. I've seen more. I've literally seen, like, bits of episodes. I've maybe seen, like, 10 minutes. And then the Evolution movie. Even I know the Evolution movie is so wrong. So, yeah. So So wrong. um, Of course, yeah, this movie is based kind of on the 90s manga and anime Dragon Ball uh, and Dragon Ball Z. I say kind of because there's characters with the names of the characters in Dragon Ball Z in this movie and there's Dragon Balls in it. And there's Shenron. Is there guns in the anime? No. No. Why are no, there guns in this? There's a lot of guns in this. Because, <laughs> I'm pretty... Wait, was there actually like, is Bulma actually a character in the show? From memory she is, yeah. Right, stretching my. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna Google it now. Yeah, so when you do like, that, the only reason would be to give the human like a gun. Yeah, this, I just pulled up the official poster for this film. It looks oh, like it's they've, got, they've got five banners that you'd put like on a cinema, like in a cinema, like you know, like above something, you know, and they mm-hmm. just 
put them on top of each other and put some text on them and be like, yo, here's our official cool-looking poster. It The colour scheme doesn't even work. It's just... it's No, it's just different shots in the movie. I've sent you... Um, that That's what... That's who Bulma's supposed to be. Is it Adam <laughs> Paul that plays in it? Oh, yeah, I see and all the, her guns there, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. so this isn't... Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> to answer your question, wrong. guys... Um, <laughs> How did they get it so wrong? Literally, the only thing that's even close to being right is... Is he Goku? Yeah, he's Goku, isn't he? He's yeah, Goku, apparently. which technically yeah. is it's wrong. Goku's uniform. That's literally it. Yeah. That's literally the only thing they got right. And his name his name is just Goku. And also that's not something he developed later. Jesus. You got well, Aaron I think he's Paul. supposed to be in... It's uh, Justin Chatwin. Oh, it's not Aaron Paul. It's Justin Chatwin right. from Shameless. He does look like Aaron Paul. He looks like Aaron Paul. The, yeah, I used to get those two confused all the time. When Shameless and Breaking Bad were both still on TV. <laughs> Wait, Shameless... Um, Shameless with James McAvoy? No, Shameless... Uh, oh, the other one. The, the American one. The show. Yeah. The American one. With, yeah. There's American. two Shamelesses. There's a British one and there's an American yes. one. The American so, one sucks... I was trying to get his name. William H. Macy. The William H. Macy version. Yeah, um, the British one's great. It's got James McAvoy in it. It's hilarious. It has that kind of... Uh, if, if we talk about Shameless briefly, it's got the same vibe as, like, the two offices, where one mm. is, like, in concept, they're both pretty depressing. Mm-hmm. But the British one leans into it a lot harder. <laughs> or, like, the in-betweeners. Um, except for, like... At least the office. At least the office and Shameless vaguely understood what made them fun. Yeah, (laughs) in betweeners is just awful (laughs) in America. Horrible. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of American adaptations that are awful, um, Dragon Ball Evolution. Yeah. So even to, I was going to say to explain to our audience, even just to Josh, again, who doesn't really know a lot about Dragon Ball, it's not an American high school comedy normally. Um, nope. It wasn't in America. That wasn't in America, was it? Um, see, the no, movie in, starts it in, in Japan. It, is it set in Japan? I think it's set in Japan. Because it feels like the start of the Karate Kid. Give me and a then, I will Google. And, and then suddenly, as soon as Bulma shows up, they're in Blade Runner. Like, <laughs> I don't think they like, com- confirmed where it's set. No. I'll, I'll double check. Wait, when you're doing that, I just want to quickly... I, I was curious about this after I watched it, so I pulled up some good old Rotten Tomato um, quotes because it always always makes a bad film better. And I think my favourite one is from this random guy. This is a one-sentence review of Dragon Ball Evolution here. <clears throat> there are balls of lint smarter than Dragon Ball Evolution. Ooh! <laughs> um, guys, I just wrote, is Dragon Ball Evolution? There's literally three... It's a, is Dragon Ball Evolution good? Is Dragon Ball Evolution a good movie? And is Dragon Ball Evolution the worst movie ever? <laughs> <laughs> You're literally on Google. That's hilarious. Um, so, to answer the question for it's set, though, um, <clears throat> in a futuristic world somewhat resembling Japan, is the answer. Yes. Does it resemble Japan yep. at all? <laughs> but shot in Mexico. 
show to Mexico here. Running to only 85 minutes, Dragon Ball Evolution is set in a futuristic world somewhat resembling Japan, but shot in Mexico. Only 85 minutes. Doesn't at all, though. Again, it it looks like a generic American high school until suddenly they're on the side of Blade Runner. Like... <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. And, the, and then they, they abandoned the whole futuristic, like, yeah, Blade Runner aesthetic, and it's just the Mortal Kombat movie from then on for half the movie. That's not a bad a bad resemblance, yeah. You may realise now my problem with this movie is that it's just a worse version of other movies. <laughs> yeah. It's like they took the worst bits of great movies and then went, eh, and put them together. Yeah, it, it's it's... As if they vaguely understood everything they were, like, taking from. Like, that's fair. I think, Matt, honestly, my least favourite thing about this movie is the ridiculous amount of exposition that that leads to absolutely nothing for the rest of this film. There's yeah. Like a five-minute conversation where she's got, like, a gun to his chest. There's, like, it's just full exposition. And then none of it matters and gets brought up ever again. They try to humanise these characters and then, nah, let's forget it. Look at this cool motorbike. <laughs> It would be a lot worse, I think, if... Uh, I'm going to get her name wrong, so I'm just going to look up really quickly. Do more briefs? Uh, yeah, Emmy Rosam, also from Shameless. Oh. She seems to be the only person that read the screenplay and went, okay, this is not good. Because <laughs> she is having the most fun <laughs> as that character. I have so much respect for that. Yeah, it's like when when she first appears on screen and she's just like doing parkour for no reason. <laughs> like that's where the film like occasionally reaches that really great camp quality. Um, often when she's on screen, I just realised now I do appreciate their effort to make her look like an anime. They've given her a single streak of turquoise hair. <laughs> That's the most they were willing to do. So, Ty, what's your least favourite part about this movie? <laughs> L- least? Oh, God. Is it, uh, I think the worst bit is I actually enjoyed it the first time I watched it. Oh, that's uh, pretty awful. Yeah, I, I I got it when it came out. When it first came out on DVD, I got it. I was 15, so I didn't really appreciate movies at that point. So I watched it. Oh, yeah, guns, explosion, cool. That's pretty funny. And then I stopped. I was like, oh, cool, big-ass dragon. Fight scene. Dude turns into that thing. Okay, cool, awesome. Put it back. And then over the last, like, 12 years, I've rewatched it. It's like, God, this is awful. Um, I don't know. Least, least favourite. Do you know what? Honestly, spoiler alert, it's when Goku transforms into that thing. Oh, yeah. It begins with a G, doesn't it? What's his name? I don't know. Or care. (laughs) Or Zaru. Well, that thing. Yes. When he becomes um, a werewolf, like in the Sonic game. (laughs) From about the same time. Yeah, so that's probably my least favourite bit. That is awful. I mean, quickly just throw this out there, right? If Nathan or I liked this film when it first came out, that would have been socially acceptable. We would have been seven. We would have been seven, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) When I first saw this, like, for years, I've had it in my head that this came out in, like, 2002, you know, where, like, anime Mm. was just not a thing in America. 
This came out in 2009. Yeah. <laughs> like... Even I thought I was younger when it came come out. Come on. No, I was 15. <laughs> this film looks like... A, it looks like a TV movie from, like, 1998. This cannot have been, a, like, a theatrical release in the same year as Avatar. Like... <laughs> Yeah, it makes you feel any better. Estonia only got it last year. Ah, oh, poor Estonia. <laughs> they do lived in, in bliss. <laughs> just, I just pulled up the release schedule for it on IMDb, right? And everywhere, it's some point in 2009, and then you get to the bottom. Estonia, 1st of February, 2020. I do want to appreciate, right? There's a reason that I picked this for the show, because I do think there are some unintentionally fantastic moments in this movie, right? Like, there are some scenes I love in this thing. Okay. Can we talk about my favourite... Yes. Uh-huh. One of my favourite scenes ever going. in a bad movie. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go beat for beat for you here. Goku gets invited to a party. Oh, is that a mansion that someone just has? Yeah. The party is, I'm guessing, supposed to be like... Like in a lot of American high school Never comedies, you know? Yeah. The... the yeah, the house, the house is a bit big. They did it in Superbad. They do it in Booksmart. Even like Spider-Man: Homecoming does it. We all accept it because yeah, then more characters, really more. What's your problem? Yeah, we all know it's ridiculous, but hey, it, it works. This is a castle, like the ruins of a castle. <laughs> she doesn't just live in a castle though. She lives in like an abandoned castle. <laughs> There's a parrot in it, but. Genuinely, I didn't even notice how awful that set design choice was because it also has one of the best fight scenes in anything ever. No, you're calling that. Please back me up on this. See, you're calling that Goku the best fight scene. No, Justin Chatwick trying to give one liners and then just throwing several bullies into their own I cars. Think that's, it's hilarious. Issue, that is the one liners because they're just so stupid, right? I would agree. <laughs> It so could basic. be okay if they had at least made it less cringy of one-liners, but the one-liners genuinely just made me look away from the screen for half of that thing because it made me want to cry. I <laughs> think they're supposed to be like, like the Spider-Man one-liners. Yeah, but they're just god awful. He's not. Yeah, he's not as like charismatic. I hate that I'm saying he's not as charismatic as Tobey Maguire. <laughs> but... Mm, but it's an accurate statement. Yeah. Exactly. He doesn't have that same what whatever weird charm Tobey Maguire had in those movies, and I don't even hate. I like I like Justin Chatwin. It, it, it's just it doesn't work. But that scene, I love watching that scene so much. It's so dumb. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think like, I think every fight scene in this movie is worth watching. Like just the fight scenes. I mean, just the fight scenes. <laughs> I don't know. I think some of them have got too much just almost needless CGI in them. Almost like we were talking about last time. It's like the opening scene is them CGI-ly jumping on two twin ropes. Mm. Oh, that's also hilarious. It's, it's good in the funny way, sure, but oh, it hurts my soul. See, that I think that scene is why I've always presumed this movie came out in like the early 2000s. Because that's some like Crouching Tiger, Kill Bill Volume 2 like, wire work, but done badly. So my assumption would be, let's tackle it on, because Kill Bill just made a bunch of money, but no, no. Unfortunately not. <laughs> it was all intentional. <laughs> <laughs> they were just trying to make a good movie, I guess. Oh, they tried. Wait, did they try? <laughs> when he's like, oh, 
But when they're doing the, like, wire foo, and then he just, like, blasts his grandson <laughs> with, like, energy. And he's like, it's hard to dodge a move I can't see. And then he's just, like, roasting him for not being a good fighter. <laughs> then makes him scrape some sand and stuff. Yeah. It's so, uh, it's like the Karate Kid if Mr. Miyagi was just a bully. <laughs> like, so, the Karate Kid. But there's not even, like, because that's the whole movie with the Karate Kid. Like, you're building up until eventually he's like, okay, now you see, I've secretly taught you karate. And it's like, whoa. In Dragon Ball Evolution, it's one five minute scene, and then we just move on. And then, like, he dies and stuff, and then it's like, ah! Oh! Uh, this is what I was talking about with it being just sections from other better movies I mean, where they've had just a vague understanding of what made them work. I, I support that fact so much just because of the countless plot holes that meant the film wasn't just 10 minutes long. Like, for a example yeah. of this, it's like the scene where, what's the green dude's name? Piccolo? Piccolo. Okay, so when Shrek goes and he just uses his weird mind powers <laughs> to crush Grant, right? It's like, oh, he did that with ease. But then when He's got to fight them by the lava. He's like, no, I will not fight them myself. I must send these weird clone things so he can build the bridge. Whatever the hell that was. It just doesn't make sense. You can clearly just go kill them all. But nah. Yeah, but that's the quintessential bad guy move in movies. In the early movies, like, he's like, I have this unbeatable skill. I will do this. Oh, wait, there's a really good guy. I'm not going to do my really great thing. Like, there's always, like... just. Do it. An eagle to the villain to be like, I don't even need to take him out myself, you know? Or even like Loki in the Avengers, there's an aspect of like, ah, I don't need to care about these people, I'll send the goons after and them. And can get behind all of that. But this one is just like, nah, take my blood. Loki's yeah, a physical explain it in those movies. <laughs> like, if you do yeah. anything, but nah. Piccolo gives no reason to not just beat him up. They just want to like, get injected with some stuff and then there's a bunch of weird clone <sighs> things. And then there's weird, do, do you guys remember the bit where there's just like a school in the middle of the desert? School? Do you mean the bit when they're all fighting? The martial arts like, school? Yeah, the like the, the tournament. Are they, are they a school? Or Yeah, is it some kind of tournament? Or it, I thought it was a school. American Ninja Warrior? <laughs> And, but that that's that's the plot because that's when we find out the female love interest actually fights as well. Mm. Even though we already found that out like twenty minutes ago when she said it. Yeah, that's yep. <laughs> another whole pointless part of this movie. It's just that whole that whole bit. Why she doesn't have to be in this movie? She teaches him how to use his chi. By promising to kiss him. Yeah, I feel like you know, he lights just a punch of lemons. Whoopers actually calling him a bad fighter, like a granddad <sighs> did. Uh, she actually, like, like, gives him some. Positive like, reinforcement. Maybe if his granddad had offered him a kiss, he might have been better at it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, but this is what, like, Josh, you were talking about earlier. What drags this down for me in terms of being, like, a really fun bad movie is the amount of so boring scenes of just two people talking. Yeah. Mm. Like, but like they've. I can't. It's uh, almost as if they've tried for some of the dialogue scenes. Like they've been like, we need to convey this, 
So let's try and write this in. Yeah. What they've done is basically write a textbook on the story of the Dragon Balls or whatever. It's like... there's there... Which is so weirdly accurate. <laughs> like, for some reason, that mattered to them, that they got the concept of the Dragon Balls and how they work right, but everything else was just nonsense. <laughs> Krillin's not even in the movie. What? He is for a bit of it. Isn't he? Piccolo's the villain. No, Krillin, Krillin's not in it at all. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I thought Piccolo um, was the villain, though. Yeah, no, Pi- yeah, Piccolo's the villain. Yeah, so what, what's Krillin got to do with it? But Krillin, Krillin, like, is Goku's best friend. Uh, well, they don't need him. He's like, in, he's, like, integral to everything Dragon Ball related, except for this, which just doesn't exist. But was Krillin there from the start? To- yeah, oh, right. like Krillin, Goku trains with Krillin, oh, okay. back when he's still called uh, Karat. Um, I might be butchering this, I'm sure there's going to be people listening to this that care a lot more about Dragon Ball than I do, they're going to be mad at me, but I'm also upset Krillin's not in the movie, guys, I'm with you. Okay. Yeah, sure, same, I, I knew this I'm character you existed. They, but speaking of, of um, getting Dragon Ball lore right, they do end the movie with the most accurate thing for Dragon Ball. They use all the Dragon Balls yeah. to resurrect a character that died in the final fight. Yeah, that's stupid. Which happens at the end of every season of Dragon Ball ever. Wait, is so the, I respect is the anime that. Dragon Ball just constantly then collecting all the balls to then make a wish to then the, collect them again. The plot... Yeah, the plot to especially Dragon Ball Z <coughs> voice character. The plot to especially Dragon Ball Z tends to be, um, we collected all the Dragon Balls to stop the bad guy. Uh oh, one of us died. Let's go get all the Dragon Balls again, and we'll bring them back. Oh no, the bad guy showed up. We need all the Dragon Balls. Like, <laughs> see, how we just thought the whole show they were just trying to find them for the first time, and they were just really bad at it. I didn't realize they no, they found keep... them over and over again. Yeah. We've done it more it it's essentially a bit less special. Yeah, it's like a Power Rangers episode. It's they defeat the bad guy, something bad go something bad happens, they defeat the bad guy, then the bad guy grows, then they get the Zord, and then oh the guy's stronger than the normal Zord, they need a new Zord, and then they defeat the bad guy, and that's pretty much it. Except I'll give Power Rangers the credit that they'll at least do that in one episode. Oh yeah, yeah, Dragon Ball takes multiple well, episodes. In, in, in Dragon Ball, it takes four episodes to throw a punch. That's just anime, isn't it? I'm going to get... Yeah, it's a lot of screaming. It's an anime thing, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of screaming. A lot of screaming. How many... Uh, how many Gokus does it take to change a light bulb? One, but it'll take him ten episodes to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't come after me, guys. I've seen all of Naruto. <clears throat> You did watch Naruto, didn't I watched you? all a thousand episodes. It's a shame there's not like a terrible live action well, Naruto. I'd be here for that. I'd be I'd be so bad. That would be that I'd love to watch that. Cause I still stand by it. Like, we have a bad live action Death Note, but it's not bad enough. You, you want know? a worse live action Death Note? Either a good well we have there is the Japanese one's really good. But either yeah, we do like a good American Death Note. Or a much like worse a Dragon Ball <laughs> Yeah, it's one or the other. Don't enough of this perfectly okay Netflix version. 
I've not watched Death Note. <laughs> I highly, oh, yeah. I highly if if you're someone that doesn't yeah. if you're someone that doesn't watch a lot of anime, I highly recommend Death Note as like an entry point. Next time you think to yourself, hmm, I may watch Dragon Ball Evolution. I liked that show as a kid. Slap yourself, then just go watch that instead. You know, much better. Go watch Death Note. <laughs> no, I'm still trying to get up the courage to finish uh, Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League. Still, that that's going to be our, our weekly update. Has Ty finished Justice League? <laughs> just. <laughs> The year is twenty twenty five. He's three hours in. <laughs> Do you know what? I just I know what's coming. I like because of like trailers and stuff. I know what's coming, and I don't know if I'm mentally prepared for it. But anyway, back to really bad. Yeah, uh, James Gunn movies. No, not James Gunn movie. God, that Suicide Squad. Where am I going? Back to really James bad. Wong. Ready. Dragon Ball Evolution. James. Yeah. Who is no one. Wow. Sorry, he did Final Destination, which is a good movie. Well, Final Destination 1. Did some. He did 1 and 3. Oh, some of okay. the X-Files. I'm not going to thank him for that. Wait, is it, he did the X-Files show? He produced it. He directed it like four episodes. Oh, okay. But he produced a lot more of the X-Files. The show, yeah. I was going to say, the X-Files is too good for the... Oh, he yeah. produced it. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> he just gave him money and <laughs> I mean, I like Final Destination enough. Like, it's not this bad. I like Final Destination 1. Hmm. The rest, eh. It, so that's maybe... What What went wrong here? What was... Dragon Ball? Like, with Dragon Ball, like, how how does this happen? I don't know. I think the problem it's, is that, genuinely, they've tried to fit all of the background and the plot and essentially set out for more within the space of an hour, really. That's what's happened. So because of that, that's what's had made... Made them have to add all this new plus exposition. What's led to all these like long drawn out scenes of let's talk about this so that you have the background, so this movie makes sense. But even at that, it it feels like the screenwriter's understanding of Dragon Ball Z came from his ten year old son trying to recap it on the car on the way to pitch the movie. Like maybe <laughs> I'm looking at the writers IMDb just now for a writer and he is not wrote much in fact no I, I googled them earlier I couldn't find yeah, anything interesting it's not worthy here but it's just like last week's episode it's a question do we really want it answered why they went so wrong because if they came out and went you know all this backlash like would you, we just we just screwed up we thought it would be better would you really want to hear them say oh we thought it would be better this is one of those bad movies like one we'll bring up a lot on this show probably is The Room. I have watched documentaries about that movie. I've read books about that movie. I'm fascinated by it. With this one, I'm kind of all cages wandering forever. You know? It's part of the charm of the movie that I don't understand it. That's very true. Like, it doesn't make sense and that's fine. That's just okay. <laughs> Can we also then, still back on this movie, touch on some of the visuals? Specifically, the veins in Goku's oh, head throughout several close-up scenes. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> like I said earlier, my, my, my influence from Dragon Ball has mainly been the memes, where you see these zoomed-in ones where he's like, you know, doing his kami-hammies or his whatever they do. Again, I, I apologise for my ignorance. But I know that the, there's a big part of the animation showing the veins, but the amount of times in this yes. film where they just zoom right into his face and he's got bulging veins on his huge forehead, it's... It's 
I don't like it. Speaking of um, bad, in, like uh, close-ups on on characters, uh, Piccolo, um, they made choices with that character design. Um, mainly the fact that it seems as if they've just put paper mache over his face, like. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> it's all rubbery and it doesn't move right when he moves. Maybe that's why he's not on camera too much, is he just couldn't be bothered trying to get actually good. <laughs> I laughed out loud the first time he came on screen. Like, it, <laughs> he, he looks like they painted. Um, Skeletor from the Masters of the Universe movie, <laughs> just green. Okay, I've got another comparison. Thing. Picture a scroll from the MCU, right? Now mm-hmm. imagine they had no budget and tried to recreate that. If now, instead of the person yeah. who tried to recreate that was also twelve, it's like go. yeah. If they tried to do the scrolls not now in the Nick Fury story, but back when Nick Fury was played by um, David Hasselhoff. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's uh, that's Lord Piccolo in Dragon Ball. Oh, did you yeah. guys see the uh, post credits for this movie? I no. <laughs> Full disclosure: when I saw there was so long left, when I was on on this set, I was like, okay, sure. And I remember watching it. What was what happened? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. It's weird that I'm bringing this up again. But have you seen Masters of the Universe? I've seen clips Where Dolph Lundgren plays He-Man. Well, that movie very famously has a post-credit scene, well before that was established, um, where Skeletor, spoiler alert for Masters of the Universe, by the way, <laughs> um, Skeletor, who should be dead, right, raises his head up and goes, I'm back. And it's like, we're doing a sequel. They so didn't do the sequel. What happens here then? Yeah, well, well what happens here is it's, it's a lot worse than that. <laughs> so, there's just some lady, and she's, like, making soup or something, and then she goes to, like, nurse someone in a bed, and then she lifts the covers, and it's Pickle. <laughs> Being Whoa. slowly nursed back to health. Oh, wait, I have seen that. I have seen that. It's all coming back to me, and I know why I forgot it now. Oh, it's, it's it's not memorable at all. Like that's not good sequel bait. In the slight, imagine if at the end of the Avengers, like when Thanos's chair spins round, he's just being f- he's asleep and being fed soup. <laughs> like, yeah, by the way, that's... you wouldn't go. Whoa, what's this about? You'd go. Oh, okay. <laughs> Going off what you guys were saying about like why they screwed up so much about Piccolo, I was like, oh, m- maybe they didn't have that much money. No. Oh, they had money. Do you know what the budget for this was? No, 30 million. They had a $30 million budget for this movie. To be fair, for like, some films, that's not that high. It's It's not insane... You'd hope for better. And it grossed... <laughs> they blew it all on the, on the CGI fights. It grossed 58.2 million worldwide. 
They made money? They made money. They, Not if like, you factor that this was marketed quite aggressively. It's like, here you go, right? Um, domestic box office made $9 million. Uh, Blu-ray sales was $1 million. Um, domestic DVD sales was $6 million. And total est- is, oh God, domestic video sales was $8.6 million. And also, James <laughs> Masters, who played Spike in Angel and Buffy, plays Piccolo. And I feel bad for he that. He does. Guy. This movie has a good cast. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, Chow Yun Fat and Ernie Hudson and everything. Yeah, like a lot of like TV actors from the time, but good actors, you know? And again, it's only really. I've forgotten him again. I said it earlier. Emmy Rossum, oh, yeah. that seems to understand <laughs> what's happening through any of this movie. Oh, hey, the guy played Rosario was the giant in Game of Thrones. Oh. Cool. Wait. See, so, Ty, you were saying the budget was what? 30 million. 30 million, which is technically on the lower end. Well, I'm going to... Uh, but... Just from what I've got education... Some... I'm going to look at films that also had $30 million budgets, and I'm going to see well, that's how I've they got, did. I've, I've, I've got some stats for you here, Ty. Okay. Right? Uh, for, like, some famously low-budget uh, action movies. 2012's Dread. Okay? Slightly more, $45 million. Okay. It shows what you can do around that, you know, around that kind of budget. Hot Fuss. Okay. Eight million. Hot fuss. Wait, hot fuss had what? Yep. And uh just to prove that the budget should never be an issue if you're smart enough. At modern classic The Raid, only two years after Dragon Ball Evolution. One point one million US dollars. The Raid is a great movie. I love the Raid. And yeah, Raid is Raid is fantastic. But and like the seams are not there at all. One difference. The guy that plays in the raid is actually a genuine martial artist. Yeah, like, but that, that to me is, is it, like, that should show you as much as you can say, like, and it's right in the sense of, like, yeah, for a studio release, they did not throw a lot of money at this. Mm. A lot better has been done in similar styled stuff. With a lot less. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know the film Enter the Dragon? Yep. The Bruce Lee classic? Yep, yep. 850,000 US dollars. Whoa! <clears throat> um, the Evil Dead? <laughs> okay, we went for very different films. Evil oh, Dead yeah, yeah. had 350,000. Yeah. That was their entire budget. Yeah, Evil Dead was on a shoestring. Yeah. So I feel like 30 million, they should have done a lot more. 30 million, you should be able to afford a good prosthetic for your lead villain. <laughs> really? Not even good, just passable. Um, my <laughs> Big Fat Greek Wedding? 5 million. Uh, the Blair Witch Project? Six, 60,000. Uh, Mad Max, the original, was uh, 350,000. And uh, Night of the Living Dead was did it do it grossed it had a hundred and fourteen thousand 
Napoleon Dynamite? Do we really want to talk about that? Uh, 400,000. So, yeah. Yeah. Moral of the story, they should have a better face mask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh. bare minimum. Clerks! You should not be able to tell where they glued Pickle's face yeah. on. Like... <laughs> Clerks had 27 I, grand. Part of me thinks they'd be better with just a bald wig and some green face paint, you know? Mm. Yeah, like, just colour correct him green later. Like, it's anything else. Do you know what would be genuinely fun with this movie, right? If they destroyed any content, like, any evidence that ever existed. <laughs> yeah, I agree, let's do that, yeah. No, like, do you know, an experience I genuinely, genuinely want to have with this movie, and, and a big part of why I, I bring it up in this discussion, this would be really fun to watch with someone who really loves Dragon Ball. No, it wouldn't. So you can watch their whole dreams and hopes. Yeah. Finished. Just. <laughs> I'd love to see someone who knows more about the source material than me just pick this thing apart. Mm. Anyone that I know that loves Dragon Ball, I think if they saw this movie, they'd end up just crying a bit. They'd combust. We need to find just, someone that really loves is... Dragon Ball. Oh, I've got some names springing to mind. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we have some friends we could show this to. Um. That'd be mean. I think what they should have done is just made it like a R-rated film and then just went went for it, you know? Should have made it a kid's film. That would be interesting. I am a fan of the, like... Yeah, the weird... The, a weird kind of movie where you take a concept that we've done for a little bit now and you do something really weird with it. Including, yeah, making it unnecessarily violent. Mm. I think because then at least the action scenes will, you know, have had that bit more depth. If people's brains were going everywhere for no point, you know? I don't think that is, like, a quick fix to every bad idea. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, we're in a post-Deadpool world where everything seems to get a... Well, why don't we just make it R-rated? Um, <laughs> that'll work. As if there's not a lot more that goes into what made Deadpool so good. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's, it would at least have been an idea. Like, one idea. And not... Eight ideas like this movie has that are all completely counterproductive to each other, and this has like it's a probably surprise Josh more because I, I know Josh has like no experience with this movie at all. This does have a proper cult following. It does. You know, yeah, this is one of those times where I believe that they're an actual cult. Um... <laughs> like this does in. This is one of the frontrunners for the concept that a beloved bad B-movie can be a studio release. There's not a lot I'd stand by in that debate, because I think inherently like The Room and Birdemic and Troll 2 are way more fun. But uh, there's films like this, there's like Howard the Duck, um, Battlefield Earth, uh, Cats more recently... <laughs> you know, they're fascinating in their own way. Um, but I think it's it's telling that this was front and centre on Star when Disney Plus launched Star. Yeah. Like, this was not hard to find. <laughs> like, this, this, got, this got a better treatment from Disney in terms of 
finding it on their homepage than like Agent Carter did. Agent Carter's on Disney Plus. Hold up. Yeah, if you search it, you'll find. It. Like, I had to look for it yeah, because I wanted to watch it again. Marvel like, properties, right? Yeah, because yeah. it's yeah, it's an SMC property. Yeah, but, like so. that's the only one I'm thinking top of my head because I personally went to to search for Agent Carter because I'm a big fan of that show. But this. This I, I stumbled on because I scrolled through sci-fi for a minute. Yeah. Like, and it's because, yeah, people love this film. Not because they like it, but because they like making fun of it. Yeah, that's that's fine. I can understand that. So, like, the reason... I'll, I'll drop the, fa- the facade hosting a little bit. The reason I bring this one up is because I want to know your guys' opinion on that. Is this movie funny enough to warrant that reception. Hmm. Do you know what? If it was like, like, if you're chilling with the boys and it's like, maybe even having like, a little bit of drink and you just, do you know what, just, just stick something dumb as hell on. Yeah! I'd probably stick on Dragon Ball Evolution. Just because, yeah, I agree. I think, yeah. Right, right context, perfect film. Yeah. So on that note, I know the answer, <laughs> but this is the structure of the show. I need to ask this question. Josh, would you recommend this as a movie? Um, as a movie? No. Thank God. Not a <laughs> chance. I'm, unless, hang away, unless <laughs> I really sorry. hate the person. That's true. You know? And I wanted to, like, ruin their life. I'm, to be fair, I, now I'm just going to be listening. Josh. I'm going to be listening to Josh. Wait for him just to, like, root, um, root, what's the blooming, oh, God, I forgot the word. Like, recommend Dragon Ball Evolution to someone and be like, oh, oh, wow, he hates you. Okay, bye. <laughs> for, for context, I have seen Josh very legitimately recommend the movie Selfie from Hell. <laughs> just because he thought it'd be funny. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh <so laughs> Next time someone slides me off, I'm going to tell him to watch this. But otherwise, no. The, I do not recommend uh, it as a movie. And Ty, do you recommend this movie as... Like, as a solo watch, as a movie itself? God, no. Okay. Now the more interesting discussion. <laughs> Josh, is this a midnight screening... On the back of what Ty said, if you're, you know, you're with the boys, maybe you're not completely sober because it would help for this movie. Oh, of then course. yeah, I think if you're all ready up for it just to have a laugh, then yeah, yeah, I think it could be. Ty, uh, yep, uh, yep. If you're, if the time comes, yep. If that's the situation and you're with the boys, then yeah, it is. Wholeheartedly agree. Um... Again, I think most of the action scenes are genuinely, like, exciting and fun. Um, not always in an intentional way. And those, like, dialogue scenes we all hate, that's when you go to the toilet or to the kitchen, you know? Like, yeah, that's when you eat the Pringles, you know? Yeah, you can have a chat while it's on and then shut up, Piccolo's on screen again, let's look at that. That's when you have the pizza guys <laughs> come and knock on the door, you know? You're like, ah, yeah, yeah I gotta go like, and get the pizza. It's not an intelligent watch, no. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. Mm. I do, I do kind of love this movie. Um, yeah. Does that mean this is a, this is our first initiation into this? The, is uh, no our first? No wait, yeah, yeah. As it is, this is our yeah. first um, 
agreed upon midnight screening. Yeah, yeah everyone, round of applause for Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> oh god. So that that does put in perspective what this show is going to be like. How we didn't initiate Fight Club, but we're we're initiating Dragon yes. Ball Evolution. You know. Quick, yeah. Disclaimer once again: Fight Club is the better movie. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Dragon Ball Evolution is the better midnight screening. Yeah. Yes. And that's all we really care about on this. If show. you look at watching Fight it's Club what? drunk, ain't helping. It's really not going to help you. Yeah. Um. I don't know if I'm happy about what we've done. I don't know if I'm proud of what we've created here. <laughs> I think what we need to do then is when we start to get more more initiations, to start to rank them in terms of if they're good movies, not just from Midnight Screenings, but in the Hall of Midnight Screen mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. You know, we should do a. I think I mentioned this last week, but I legitimately think once we've done our first season, we should make a tier list. Yeah. For the movies as midnight screenings, that would I'd, I'd be down for that. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So we we could do like a final call, and I'll share my screen, and we can make a tier list. I'm I'm good with that. So is it fun? On that note, that is our show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to us slowly lose our minds. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go curl up and cry now. <laughs> Um, it's always uh, links will be in the show notes and in the description uh, to our own Instagrams my Twitter will be in there if you're listening on Spotify why don't you check out the Nathan Needs a Username YouTube channel all these episodes go up on there as well as my weird little 10 minute ramblings about modern pop culture uh, yeah we'd love to have you over there thank you to our editor is pre-built on YouTube. His links will also be in the description. He makes cool gaming content. Uh, you want to learn about how to play games better? He'll tell you. I've really sold his channel there, haven't I? <laughs> it's actually really good. He makes sense it is. in them. It's not, he is, it doesn't start with a 12-year-old kid going, hey guys, you know? No, he's, he's legitimately... I He's been doing a lot of Seven Days to Die content. I don't play that game, and I still watch his videos. Like, <laughs> They're just actually really good. Uh, and I'm not just saying that because he's editing <laughs> the podcast. He'll probably cut this. Like, <laughs> um, free publicity. Come on. And of course, thank you to yeah. uh, both Josh and Ty for coming along once again. Um, just for for context for people listening to this, this is all my fault. I forced these two to to watch these things. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. and this is just the beginning. They don't know what... Next week's not going to be that bad, to be fair. No, I've let them, I've let them off lightly for a, sure for, it's not. For a week. I've let them off lightly. Oh, I'm going to love the sure. next two weeks. Like, I, I'll fully admit that. Josh, you're, you're, uh... <laughs> the, your little uh, hint to this episode last week was so good. Do you want to try and uh, tease oh. next week's episode? <clears throat> um... Um... <laughs> Are you just going to do a sound effect for each one? Well, I have to know. That's two in a row. I can't You've locked yourself it, into you that. Um, once again, tune in next week to find out what on earth Josh is doing there. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. We will see you again next week. Uh, 
we still haven't written an outro, so once again, we're just kind of rambling now. Yeah. Um, see ya, I guess. Yeah. Adios, amigo.